When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. Welcome to Take Your School with Dr. Tom Pritchard. I'm your host, J.P. John Paz from the two-man power trip. Of course, joining me is the star of the show, the former WWE World Tag Team Champion, eight-time Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champion, and one of the greatest trainers ever in the history of the business, the doctor of desire himself, Dr. Tom Pritchard. Dr. Tom, how are you doing today, sir? John, I'm doing great today. Thanks for asking, and uh, thank God we don't have any hurricanes yet. Oh, that's yeah. what I'm saying, you know, because yeah. I, I, I'm thinking this is hurricane season and it's been pretty hot around here. So we haven't had any yet. And I'm, I'm glad about that. A lot of uh, crazy things going on in wrestling. We were kind of talking a little bit. We won't get into it. But we'll be talking a little bit about what could be happening. WB, but Stephanie McMahon is kind of taking a leave of absence from the WWE. It seems like Nick Khan will be replacing her doing her duties. But I don't know, with leave of absence, all the people under her got let go, and she's taking this leave of absence. So there may be more to the story than just uh, her leaving for a little bit. Yeah, I don't know what uh, what kind of webs are being woven down there but or up there, I, I guess. Um, holy shit. Hey, uh, Ibsen. How do you pronounce that? Ibsen. 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 Okay, Ibsen. But but yeah, there's there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and uh, I think the only way to get some clothes clean is is you got to agitate and you got to uh, make sure it comes out in the wash. I don't know what 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 they'd even be uh, washing these days. I mean, things keep changing minute to minute to me, and uh, no matter what they do, they be in WWE, they always seem to come out looking pretty good, though, either making more money on stocks. Yep. Uh, you know what I mean? Financially stable. So, uh, 
it's obvious we're, we're seeing it all over the all over the place right now. Whatever it takes, if they need to cut something or somebody needs to go away or wants to go away, whatever it may be, um, it seems to be accommodating right now. So who knows what's really going on? It is it is kind of intriguing, and we'll say that. Yeah, very interesting yeah. to kind of because you never think like, wow, Shane's kind of gone, Stephanie. <laughs> Is gone like that. She was the constant. You wouldn't think that Triple well, H kind of got pushed off to the side. It's crazy what's going on over there. It is crazy, but you have to think about it like this. Uh, being married is is a pretty crazy thing at times too, and you have to be dedicated, even when you don't have a high profile profile uh, out there. But when you're one of the C is it CEOs or CEO. Um, CBO, chief brand officer, chief brand officer of, of a company like WWE. And your husband is not only uh, a former WWE superstar and now he's in the office. I mean, the pressures of a regular, uh, when I say regular marriage, I don't know if there is a regular marriage, but when you have a person, you know, that high, two hope high profile people, um, I can't imagine. Uh, just trying to keep the schedule straight or trying to help raise the kids. And then having the uh, medical emergency that Hunter had last year or this year, whenever it was, it, was, yeah. it wasn't that long ago. You, I can't imagine the stress being put on them. So um, Stephanie is, is just like everybody else, I think. She wants to do good in business. She wants to make everybody proud of her, especially her dad. And um, – Hunter is the same way. He want, doesn't want to let anybody down. So I can only imagine. <sighs> but it'd be interesting to find out what, what the real reason is. Who knows? It could just be burnout. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Isaac Alexander says, hey, Tom, it's Flash. How are you and Glenn doing? Flash. Well, we're actually doing pretty good, thanks. Um, we had a good promo class tonight. Glenn is uh, doing a great job as Knox County Mayor. So we're doing real good. Thanks for asking. What are your thoughts on Ric Flair's return to the ring? I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but obviously, you know, yeah, uh, Steamboat supposedly is out. Supposedly he was not doing the match. So uh, what do you think? It's got to be a six-man, right, or some sort of multiple-man match. I would, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. <clears throat> I, I believe I said it last week. I hate to see that uh, – uh, I hate to see Rick get hurt or hate to see any any more damage done to his legacy, but I don't really think that's a uh, that can be done these days. I really don't. So, I mean, after thinking about it and, and listening to him talk, he survived two plane crashes. He has defied odds. He's done stuff that nobody else has done. Then he's done stuff that nobody else should have done. But uh, if he wants to do it and people are wanting to see it, you have to think there is only one Ric Flair and right, wrong, bad, good, indifferent. You gotta, you gotta, I say, let him do what he wants to do. If everybody's cool with it and if he's cool with it and Conrad's cool with it and everybody's cool with it, then I'm cool with it. It's not me going in there. He's going in there and I would hope and I would, well, no, I would know. They're going to do the the things that Flair can do, and I hope you get somebody that can do it really good with him. Steamboat, got to give him credit. 
because he didn't want to go out there. Man, I don't want to go out there. <laughs> and Ricky's, uh, what, 68 or 70? 69. 69. 69. Okay, so 70, almost 70. You know, you don't move the same way you do when you're a kid. Man, Steamboat and Flair, it's like Dory Funk and uh, Jack Briscoe. They had those matches for that era and for the ages. They, they That fit what wrestling was at that time. Flair and If you want to see some really good wrestling, it would be Flair and Steamboat. I mean, they would make it entertaining. It would be hard-hitting. You'd have that competitive uh, edge built into it. You know, and, and it would make you go, these guys, you've got to be in shape to take those chops, take the bumps, do the things they were doing. And then to watch them um, go out there, I don't think they'd try and replicate that, but I don't know. I, the visual of, of seeing that might make people go, <sighs> I remember seeing Don Fargo <laughs> later on and remembering what a great, what a, what a great performer, what a great star he was. Um, I, I think that's, I don't know. For some people, that'd be hard to, to see and kind of uncomfortable to watch, but you'd have to watch it. They would have to, I'd have to watch it. He said something that was interesting, and I kind of went the other way with it. He goes, oh, I saw 40 doctors. I'm good. I can wrestle. So immediately my mind was like, wait a second. Did 39 of them say no? And the 40th one said yes? I don't know if you caught that or not. But he said he got so much clearance from a doctor and that he's good to go. But I was just immediately thought, I'm like, wow, if, if he said he went to 40 doctors, did thir- that mean 39 said no or, or what? I don't, I don't know. I didn't hear the 40 doctors uh, yeah. comment. But, but you know what? <laughs> It's all hype anyway. <laughs> and if Flair wants to do it, let him do it. Um, again, in this day and age, it's bizarre. It, it's bizarre world. So uh, get the best bizarre instances and spectacles you can out there. Do it while you can. Uh, Steven Tyler's going into rehab over the summer. Vegas, and I thought, gosh, Aerosmith is such a great live band. It, they're showmen. They understand it. It's a spectacle. This will be a spectacle if done. It's going to be a spectacle regardless, but then the, the bell has to ring. You got FTR, I think, with rock and roll, and then you have to find a partner for FTR, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, look at this. Uh, uh, I love R-R. Rick. There you go. Blake says, are the rumors that you are? The six man going to be added to the match. To the, I, I cannot match. confirm or deny. I cannot confirm or deny, but I will say this: that Nashville is only two hundred miles from Knoxville. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Are you putting yourself in in the same class as Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, as far as a worker? Okay, I would never put myself in a class <laughs> you know, Ricky Steamboat as far as a worker. I At least not weeks. in the ring. <laughs> Outside the ring, he got me beat too, though, I think. Anyway. I know a few weeks ago you said you're better than Stan Lane, so I just want to <laughs> See, here's what validates all this. Anybody who knows me <laughs> knows what I would and wouldn't say, just so you know. So you could try your best, and you can, <laughs> and you could throw it out there, but all it's going to do is crash and burn to an early death. Will Zip ever have an official retirement match? Wow, Zip. Yeah, I think not, Zip no, is retired. F, no. 
yeah, Nip is Zip died in a fiery car crash years ago. I asked uh, Big John Stud uh, driving around in Texas. He was Chuck O'Connor, I think, in Detroit. Do you remember? Okay, where when he was Chuck? O'Connor? And I think he in in WWF. I think he like in like seventy five yes. or something. Yeah. I think he was Chuck O'Connor. Yeah, Chuck O'Connor. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I asked him about that, and he said Chuck O'Connor died in a flaming car crash. I said, hmm. yes. Zip Zip has done met the same fate. He dead. Buried, gone, burnt to a crisp, done. Never to be dug up again, ever. We will bring him up later, though, as far as Owen Hart is. <laughs> you can bring well, whatever Owen, you want. Zip, Doesn't mean yeah. I'm going to talk about it. Well, Zip wrestled. How about Owen. that? Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. So the topic at hand is Owen Hart, and we will bring out that up because it's a good tag match you guys had later. But Owen Hart, of course, we'll talk about this first because it's kind of uh, around – when the passing was, but May 23rd, 1999, Kemper Arena, Kansas City, Missouri, 16,000 people in attendance, actually 16,500. The pay-per-view buy rate was 430,000, so really, really good there. But the death of Owen Hart, he tragically fell from the ceiling after a debacle with, with, the, strap, with the, the lace and the strap. And uh, what a horrific, horrific accident. It should never happen, but... What did you think? And were you there that night at Over the yes. Edge? Oh, yeah, you were there. there. Yeah, it was there that night. It was surreal for everybody there, but I'm sure watching too, um, because we didn't know what happened. I remember going from the gorilla out to the ring, and Lawler was coming back. Um, and every, everybody was in shock. But we met Lawler halfway up the aisle. And he looked at us. I don't remember who was with him. But he said, I think he's dead. So uh, people were working on him in the ring. And then we went back and uh, they wheeled him right past the back and took him to the hospital. So that we didn't know he's passed away, I think, until an hour and a half, two hours later. Might have been. I'm not quite. I don't remember the time frame. But. But yeah, it was uh, a really surreal night. Horrible night. So he was actually supposed to wrestle the Godfather, and he was coming out first. And you know, obviously, he's going to propel down. He's going to do the Blue Blazer gimmick. Man, just uh, crazy. So Ibsen says, "How was the vibe that night? Were you guys trying to stay upbeat? Uh, one upbeat, one towards the other. Did you not want to be on camera for the on-air tributes during the Owen Hart show?" No, I, I did one for the on camera. They probably didn't put it on, but it's somewhere on YouTube, I think, or somewhere on the on the tape. But no, I did one. But I think they, everybody did one, so they cut it down for time. And I wouldn't feel I wasn't on TV at that time. Um, but the vibe was shock. The vibe was disbelief. I think, um, and everybody was going different places that night too. I wound up at the hotel. TV hotel and everybody was trying to find out more information because I don't uh, uh, I went to my room that night and it was on the news uh, I remember calling my wife um, and everybody was still in shock the next day at TV and uh, I believe Vince had a meeting and told everybody if they wanted to work they could if they don't want to they don't have to and then they set up the tributes where everybody could go out and cut something the uh, TV locker room. So, 
Yeah, I think it, it really was just a feeling of sadness and disbelief that night. And you would have moments of uh, uh, not crying, and then you would cry, and people would cry. So that that was the vibe. It was. It was. It was. Again, it's it's like going to going to a concert and trying to tell you about it. You had to have been there to feel it, and you felt it, man. You felt the sorrow. You felt the sadness. So that's what it was, and. Uh, I think trying to stay upbeat, yeah, probably. Trying to stay, uh, I don't know if it's just in the moment from not crying, give you a break and maybe talk and, and just be there and not say anything too. That's what I got out of it. Jason also asks, were you in the first minute in the Raw? Is, oh, you were you were in the first minute of the Raw is Owen Tribute standing next to the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, yeah. under the Titan Tron for the Ten Bell Salute. But how was that night for you? Were you and your brother in gorilla position? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. So it was, it was just – it was a sad, somber, uh, heavy night. <laughs> you felt heaviness. So – yeah, because that that was um, how does that happen? Right, you know what I mean. How does it happen? And it did, uh, and and so now it's it's in front of you, and you got to feel it, you got to face it, because you know the sun's going to go down, and it'll rise again the next day. And how do you keep moving on with that? So I think that's through. That's that's. Probably what I was thinking. I don't know if everybody was thinking, but so I mean, big lawsuit, of course, from from Martha Hart and the Hearts. I think it was eighteen million dollars uh, they had settled on for for that. So, man, it's just crazy. Who knows? I mean, it's really his life is worth more than that. You know? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Part, I mean, but it's crazy but that's to think. Yeah. That you you can't. Uh, yeah, what do you do in that case? Um, what was done? there's no compensation for Owen. You can't say, well, I'll take this. You know, she'd rather have Owen come home. So yep. what do you, I don't know what to say about that either, man. I really don't. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you had to find uh, something. And I don't know if they're ever going to find what they're looking for. Man, it's just like crazy. It's like like the, the harness, they didn't put it on correctly. I mean, what, a, what a mess. And he was going to be like this superhero. I mean, he was with Blue Blazer, but he's going to make the superhero-like entrance. Did, well, did anybody you, think... You like, remember, yeah, you remember when there was a bunch of different uh, Blue Blazers who'd come out and then Owen would show up? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, so I was one of the Blue Blazers Blackman gave a suplex to, and then Owen came out. Yep. And, uh, you know, so... As as the blue blazer, um, he knew it was a goofy gimmick, and he was. I, I I've never talked to Owen about it, but I would just assume he's being as smart as he was. He he knew go through this, and he could come out the other side as Owen, and everything would be fine. That's what I got because he he wasn't resistant. He could have fun with it and play around and uh on the other side of this once it ran its course he could be owen again so and 
again, I'm thinking that probably everybody thought, although I don't know if he had concerns or not. I really don't know. But what could happen? You have the best prop guys in the business. That's all. You know, and all of a sudden that one night, it wasn't. And that one night is what matters. So there's no uh, – I feel weird just even remembering it. I do because it was so surreal. And everybody felt it because it could have been them. It could have been anybody. And it, it, it had to be Owen for whatever whatever reasons. So it just feels – it. it even when it comes up, it's like when Candido's passing comes up too. It's it's that feeling of it didn't, it wasn't supposed to happen, and it happened. So yeah, so I asked myself why why was why was Owen stopped in his tracks that day? Why was Chris get a blood clot and pass away? Don't know. Um, but that's. That was that was what happened, and it makes me feel weird every time I hear it. Not weird. It makes me feel sad. And I don't uh, – yeah, anyway. From Mike, he says, has Dr. Tom ever done any harness-type stunts? If asked, does Dr. Tom think he'd do something like that if asked back in the day? Uh, I never have, but I absolutely would, absolutely would have done them back in the day. Absolutely. Um, and that's what I mean. It's you start thinking about stuff like that when it happens. It, well, I started thinking about stuff like that. It could have been anybody, not just that's the weird part about it. I I think we all, uh, not all of us, but but a lot of us were doing it for that kind of stuff. The thrill of doing a good high spot, thrill of getting a pop, thrill of going out there and um doing good stuff so yeah i certainly would have now it's been said by by numerous people with owen then he turned down a bunch of stuff you know it was the attitude eric but he didn't want to get too raunchy like he didn't want to do the sex stuff with with deborah and be too sexualized and he basically kind of wanted to make sure when they came out jarrett was always kind of seen more with deborah and stuff like that so it was like not that he just agreed to it because he felt like he had to, but it's just like, all right, I won't do this, but I guess, you know, like, even though I'm not really exactly comfortable with it, I guess I'll do that. You know, I guess I could come, come down and do that. Right. I believe so. I believe he loved his family and he didn't want to put his family through any unnecessary embarrassment. And he knew it could very well happen like that. So, um, but he also knew it was a good spot. I don't know if he knew this or not. This again, this is just me assuming. Not bad. Jeff's not a bad guy to be around. Had a good team. Had a good thing going. Uh, so he didn't want to. I don't blame him. I mean, that's that's how he felt. He stuck to his guns. Just uh, it's it's saying to think about it. then Jr. on commentary having to tell everybody, you know, like what happened. Like, whew, man. Yeah, I don't know if I could have. Well, I. Certainly couldn't pull it off. I, I couldn't have done like Ninja Arrows and Total Pro. Have to do it on air. That that must have been a gut shot. I mean, um, him and Lawler both. What do you do? How do you handle it? Well, don't know, kid. You're on. Boom. And he did it. And, and it's like, 
Uh, I'm sure it's something he lives with all every day. Harvey says unnecessary, and it shouldn't have happened. Totally agree. Sure. Totally agree. Have you ever spoken to Cornette about Owen? Um, I don't think so. I don't think I ever talked to Jimmy about Owen specifically. But everybody know about Owen. Owen was great. Everybody loved Owen. How could you not? I mean, he, he really was – he was a – he liked a rib, but his ribs were harmless. So – he wasn't a bad guy. He was a guy who kept everybody laughing and and good to have him around, good to be around. Matt R. with Owen being known as Ripper, like you just said, has Tom ever heard of a good rib being pulled on Owen instead of Owen doing the rib? Uh, no, nothing I can think of right now. I might have, but I don't know because Owen didn't put it over if it did. He didn't put anything over, so you'd never know. What about Owen? Did you see any ribs live during the period you guys were together in WWF? Well, he called me at the hotel, told me I had to get out, check out, and I went to <laughs> that. But uh, I don't think I saw anything like in person, person, like, well, because like the slot bucket wasn't an Owen rib. That was a, that was a uh, different rib. And he wouldn't have, he wouldn't do that. That's not, that wasn't his deal, but, or maybe he did. I don't know. But um, other than that, man, Owen was pretty tame uh, when I when I was around him. I can't remember anything that I saw that stood out that uh, constituted a rib. Right, you always hear like a lot of like prank phone calls and stuff. You know, the guys at the hotel. He's probably bored. He's he probably looking. Me, at, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So that's that great. Was who did he say he was? Like just the guy from the the front desk? Hey, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm down here at the front desk. And uh, listen, you got to check out. So I just checked in. Yeah, I know. We need that room. Are you gonna, are you got to get out right now. It's like in the morning. We're getting leave, ready to leave at 8. Just trying to get our stuff together. No, you got to get out now. We need the room now. I'll beat your ass or some stupid <laughs> shit. Yeah, that was on. <laughs> that inspired me because years later, well, after I heard the Oh, are you stuff. part of the original Jerky Boys or what? Oh, yeah. I love the Jerky Boys. They're great. But it inspired me to do some prank phone calls. I remember the same exact thing. I tell the person, hey, we, you know, this is Kip down at the front desk. We don't have your credit card on file for the incidentals. And apparently you've yeah. ordered some pornographic material and adult films. We need and like literally I would go down and, and hide by the desk to see right. if they'd come down. They'd come down. They start an argument with each other. <laughs> See, you told me to come in here. I didn't call you. Oh, it's like, great. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Inspired yeah. by Owen. Yeah, I just nice think that's ha -ha. so funny. Yeah, nice ha, ha He did it to his brother, did it to his dad, you know? Yeah, he didn't care. That's that's what's missing these days, doing that kind of stuff. That really is what's missing, man, so. Yeah, it's harmless. It's not taking, you know, somebody's passport and the guy can't get out of the country, stuff like that, which I've heard it before. Yeah, me too. I'm not saying it was right. I'm just saying guys find the kicks differently these days. Yep. yep. Thank God. Yeah. But would he rib like Vince and stuff, or he's just ribbing the boys? Well, I know the story about uh, him putting the, the pigs in Vince's office. I personally didn't witness that. But apparently when the guy came for the, the uh, hog match with Hunter and Henry O. Godwin, he put the pigs in uh, – Vince's office. When Vince came back, he there were the pigs snorting and pissing and 
doing whatever they do, doing whatever pigs do. Uh, they were doing Vince's office. Really? What was it? Just from the Godwins and them putting on the set? No, they brought the the night. I think of Hunter's hog pen match. Oh, okay. He had the pigs. They were coming in, and, and the guy who was bringing the pigs, he asked Owen, "Where are you, where are we going to put these guys? Hold them." And Vince took him back to Vince's office and put them all in here. Then when Vince came back from rehearsals or whatever he was doing, he came back and found the pigs and wanted to know where Owen was. Owen, get over here! Damn it! I don't know. <laughs> That's great. Can you imagine doing too, that yeah. and still keeping your job? Only yeah. Owen could do that and still keep his job. Yep. I think. I truly believe. I heard uh, Pat Patterson also would play ribs on Vince. You know, like some guys come to the back and they're like, oh, I'm a wrestler. I want to get in. And, you know, they, they could be a nobody. So they're kicking this one guy out who dressed like a pimp, but he was a wrestler, like an indie wrestler. Right. Pat Patterson told him, oh, come with me. And he's like, oh, my God, you're Pat Patterson. He's like, yeah. He goes, come and sit in, in this office here he, oh. and, and, and wait for Vince. So yeah. Pat. Pat leaves the guy alone. Vince comes in. He goes, who the, who the hell are you? Or whatever. And he does, the guy does his pitch and his spiel. And all of a sudden Vince is yelling for Pat, get your ass in. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. It used to be a little different back in those days. Yeah. Right. So, sure. Yeah. Barbara says, did Owen rip people pretend to be his dad on the phone? Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. I think he did it to, uh, Cornette. I mean, I never, I never heard him. I was never there when he did Stu on his uh, on the phone, but I think he did it to Cornette, and I'm sure a few other people, or Laura Nitus, maybe. So I don't know. Look, this is Frank Rizzo there, Sizzle Chest. Yeah, there's a Jerky Boys fan for you. Right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Speaking of Owen, Craig says Owen against Johnny Smith. Remember Johnny Smith? Great, uh, great hand in Stampede was an awesome match. I don't know if you're too familiar with Johnny yeah. Smith. I bet there were some awesome uh, matches uh, with with a lot of people up in Stampede. The one thing I remember when I saw uh, Stu's TV was the big sweat mark. I think it was a red mat on the canvas, and, and mm -hmm. it just looked dirty. And, and you just got to imagine, he had not cleaned that mat in over 30 years. So, yeah. I was talking to TJ. Uh, obviously TJ Wilson, who you know very, very well. And he was saying that it was very thin. Like you would think it would be like this nice thick wrestling match. Cause you see Stu wrestling and you know, he brings down all the guys he's wrestling Owen and Brett down there. He was saying it was so thin and that yeah. when he peeled it up, it wasn't, there wasn't like a soft, you know, sometimes on the floors, they put that soft cushion underneath. He well, said, no, carpet. Just, yeah. On, under the, under there? No, he said it was that. And it was just the, the hard floor and they ripped it up. Plywood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Houston was a lot like that. They had a carpet over it and then wood. And uh, so, yeah, Houston had a really hard hard ring. So did Dallas. And and there were a few hard rings. And then, yeah, not, not good for bumping. No. But then you, you got around some of the uh, Tennessee and Alabama rings, and they, and they were pretty good. But on the Northwest, on the Northwest, in the Northwest, um, Don Owen had good bumping rings. But maybe Calgary, that could have been that could have been a hold uh, holdout ring from uh when Stu broke in. So and then he said, Ah, we don't need any mats. Eh. No, don't no, no, just get down there. Eh. Let me show right. you. We don't need rats, eh? Right. We got we got wood. Eh. 
Yeah, here, come here. Let me show you. Yeah. Nope. Keep your arms and legs inside this ride, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let it grab you. Chase, did Owen like his Slammy Award winner gimmick? And if so, did he ever bring it to public signings just for fun? I think he did on both. I think he liked it, and I think he did bring it to the signings because Owen was that kind of guy. He enjoyed it. He was having fun. Yeah, I think he really did. Always loved it. Like, you know, when he go, woo, or whatever. Like, you know, he's all Art. excited that he has the, the two slam. What a great entertainer. You know, it, he, I, obviously, great worker. But there's always that other side where it's like pure entertainment. This guy's fun. He really is just, you know, he, a true sports entertainer. Yeah. And, and uh, again, you got to consider where he grew up and who he grew up around and, and, the, and the lunacy. But at the same time, it was, you know, if you never, uh, lost your mind you never followed your heart and and owen just was having fun and that's that was the key that was that was the whole thing to him he knew it wasn't serious he knew uh he knew about the craziness in this business and saw it up close and firsthand since he was born then he got into it he was great you're right he was a great worker but he also understood the other side of it i think all the heart boys from bruce to keith um was it Keith or who who grew the Hitler mustache? Keith, wasn't it? Yeah, Keith had the mustache. Okay, yeah. Keith and then Bruce and there was, there was Ross. Ross. Who's the other ones? There, Smith. There, Smith Hart. Smith. Smith is the one who did the Hitler uh, gimmick. And I think Smith I had a discussion with at WrestleMania. <laughs> I don't remember which WrestleMania. And we were talking, and he he started with politics, saying something, and I started back. I, I replied back, and he was in the middle of something. I get a text on my phone. It says, you better leave now, or he'll never let you get away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I finished that, and I said, Ross, I'll be right back. And I left and went out, and they came out and says, yeah, yeah, he wouldn't let you go. You would have had to keep going. And, and there's no winning because he does what I do too. And he just keeps talking nonsense and you're talking in circles, but he's got you there for forever and you can't get away. So. Was Owen in on adding slop to the slop that Sonny got that night? I That I don't know that see that I didn't, I didn't see him in there and I don't know if that was, um, I don't know. I don't think he did. Was Owen involved in Lawler's infamous uh, crown full of poop incident? No, he was not. I really? Was, yeah, I believe. Well, now, wait a minute. I, I heard this. Now, this is going on my information. Right. I heard there was only one person involved in that. Do you know who? Are you allowed yes. to say? I'm not going to say, but I do. Oh, know who. Yeah. But not Owen. Well, let me say this. I don't believe it was on. It was one person, and Brett actually talks about it in his book. Oh, according to this person. Interesting. Okay, I got I read his book, so I got to try to jog my memory there on that one. But yes, you do. I wonder if it's Bulldog. Am I? If I'm thinking, what now? British Bulldog, maybe wasn't it? No, but I'll be right back. Oh, interesting. Uh, 
breaking off the Owen Hart topic is Johnny Gonzalez Hall of Fame material. Uh, I would say definitely not. What a freak, though. Seven foot seven. Pretty good uh, basketball player, but uh, no, definitely not. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. ThoughtTalk64. Can you see my question? No. Cannot. Oh, if you sent it, I got it again here. How do you guys feel about Owen beating Brett for the title and he had to give it back to Brett the next night? Uh, they would do that a lot during that era where the heel would kind of win. And then the baby face would, it wasn't the next night. It was the same, same, same match or whatever. They would do that in a lot of the shows and the guy would have to hand the title right back. It'd be a little bit of a bait and switch, but um, it, I don't think he was ever for one night. I think it was the same night he had to return the title back uh, to Brett. Brett Owen though, WrestleMania 10 was uh, absolutely a fantastic match. That was that. Love that match. One of my favorite matches of all time. He's asking here, um, Owen beating Brett for the title, had to give Brett the title back the next night. I think it was the same day. You guys did a lot of the uh, bait and switches kind of, uh, like house shows and stuff, where like the heel would win, and then yeah. all of a sudden a second ref would come in and he'd say the guy yeah. cheated. They'd restart, then Brett would win the match. It happened a bunch. Actually, Brett, I remember, once lost to Anvil. And I was like, wow, when Anvil was a heel, the ref came, reversed the decision, Brett then ends up beating Anvil. So they did that all the time. Well... He did he do that with Owen? I believe so. Yes, where Owen won, the, he cheated somehow. The ref came back and and restarted it. So he really didn't win. Mm-hmm. Okay, he really did win. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's why I left because I knew you were going to get some questions and you could, you know. Yes, we we did get a question. I want to put about Johnny Gonzalez being in the Hall of Fame, and I shot it down. I said no, not Hall of Fame material. Well. Hold on, Janet Gonzalez. I was thinking about Kali. Never mind. Yeah, Janet Gonzalez was not. I don't know if he had that much of an impact. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. Did Owen Hart like the Blue Blazer gimmick? I I really don't know, um, but I I I believe he definitely knew what it was and and uh, he's gonna make it his own. So I don't know if he liked it or not. I'm sure he, I'm not sure of anything actually. So I feel like he liked the original incarnation. You know when he was the first Blue Blazer and right, you know, early days of the BF and and Japan and stuff like that. I feel like he probably liked it. Then late '99 when he was already established or mid '99 he was already established. You got to go back to the gimmick. It's kind of jokey. It's superhero thing. He's kind of the anti attitude era guy. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I really don't know because he, he never mentioned it to me. So I can't really speak. 
with any Skinner, not Owen Hart pooped in Jerry Lawler's crown. Okay, wow. Damn, I didn't remember that. I gotta You didn't remember that, huh? Yeah, and I read his book. I love Fred's book. What a great book. Wow. Wow, Steve Kern, a little bit of a river there. No, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Or you or just hate yeah, Jerry. Steve's <laughs> a little bit of a river, yeah, to say the least. Uh, or or he just hates Jerry. Jerry, uh Charlie Platt, your good old buddy Charlie from from hey, down there well, in Continental, says the little. Very cool. We're gonna be in, in uh Dothan um in July. So I'm gonna see Charlie and Dothan. Nice, awesome. Yeah. yeah. This has nothing to do with anything, but going back to Giant Gonzalez, Harvey makes a good point. The only opponent to face the Undertaker and lose at WrestleMania, but it was by DQ. So he was the only one not to lose by pinfall or submission. That's a nice huh. little trivia note there. Well, maybe then maybe they like Giant Gonzalez a lot better than uh, any of us think. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. So do you think, going back to Over the Edge, do you think they should have continued the show or just end the show there? You know the show must go on, like that thing. Like, Does it apply here, or is it like, come on, like you got to – But once again, what do you do? What's what's the right thing to do? You're I have, yeah, you I have do, no idea. You're damned yeah. if you do, damned if you don't. Uh, you had people settled in. They were there. What do you do? Just ladies and gentlemen, we got to end this. We're going to stop our satellite feed, go home. There's nothing to see here. Um, I don't know what is the right thing to do. I really don't know, except uh, Vince makes the hard decisions, right, wrong, indifferent, good, bad, all that stuff. Um, what else? What, let's, let's explore this for a minute. If yeah. He said stop the show, go home, then what? Okay, there's just more time in the night. Let's get the press together. Let's talk about it. Why did we stop the show? What are we doing? This way, at least as the show's going on, this is my opinion, you're thinking of something. You're trying to get your head straight. You're trying to uh, what's the, figure out what what can you do at this point. <laughs> I don't know. don't know what the right decision you know would have But true, the pay-per-view company probably would have said, hey, you owe us two more out you know what i mean they could that's what i mean what yeah. do you what do you do you, you got people it, it's a tough spot to be in you want to have compassion you want to have empathy and you want to be sympathetic you do and i'm sure there was that was all that going on but at the same time uh <laughs> the wheels keep turning if Owen was still here today, would he be retired? I would think yes, because it yeah. always heard stories of him saying, "Oh, I can't wait to get back home with my family. I can't wait to get sure. off the road." Like it was just a job to him. I I would think so. I really do. I would think so. Especially the condition things are in today. Yes. Was there any heat from the, any comic book company over the Blue Blazer? I don't believe so. Not that I, I know. really don't. I don't and WWE is always pretty smart about like licensing. You know, right. like names and stuff yeah, even uh, hulk from from marvel for years if you ever look at the, the credits of all the shows it always says marvel blah 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 because they were always licensing hulk and then obviously he got hulk hogan he just bought it outright but i remember for a while they were licensing the name from marvel yeah so i yeah i would think that legal had that cover for sure stevie smalls great name i love the moment on raw when brett and owen finally reunite such a well-done segment brett talking about owen um, taking him to school and him crying. I, re I remember that. I know Owen is a bit over the top, but if you remember 
when Brett says, like, I remember taking this to school, and like, you know, like they were like hugging and stuff, and then Owen starts crying. I mean, he was so great. Everything he yeah. did was great. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, and then even so, you, you got to give uh, Brett credit too, because he's drumming up some of that realism in the family uh, uh, happenings and, and, Owen is being Owen because that's what Owen would do. He'd be over the top even then, no doubt. So, yep. yeah. He's and I was fun. mentioning briefly about Owen versus Brett because the guy was asking the question about him. One of my favorite feuds ever. It's just unbelievable chemistry that matches Russell. I was at WrestleMania 10. I was shocked that Brett lost, but man, put over his brother, made him a main eventer and a star just right then and there by pinning him. So, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Brett, I'm sure, respected Owen. Owen respected Brett. And they, and they had one of those matches that both of them know they, they could have. So, And that's, that's what's so cool when you get that chemistry and the fact that they are brothers um, gave that added uh, I don't, authenticity to it because you know they're going to go out and be competitive with each other to show that show, – both show each other they can work and they're they're gonna they're gonna be there for the timing and they're gonna feel it and they're gonna have a great match and organically it's gonna uh, it, uh happen so that's kind of cool when you go, go out and do that so how much control does a wrestler have over doing something dangerous for instance sting used to do the same entrance could owen just have flat out refused doing it i think so yeah i'm sure he could Yes, and and figure something else out. That's why. Uh, that's why it was so sad, I guess. But yeah, you can't just say no. AJK in sports, if someone dies or is really seriously hurt, they stop the games. I don't see how wrestling is that different. Well, kind of with the pay per view thing. Yeah, like I, there, I, there I don't know. Other, like yeah, yeah, a lot of other elements involved. Yeah, and uh, so, in in, I don't know uh, basketball, baseball, something like that. I don't know. I know that Hank gathers when that during a college game. Yep. They stopped the game. Yep. Okay. Did they have pay per view going on? I don't no, know. No. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I really don't. So I don't know why they couldn't, but I mean they didn't, and it's different. I guess. Owen Hart in the ring. Two matches that I found. Maybe you had more. Maybe you could tell me. But the 1995 Royal Rumble from Tampa, Florida, back in January of 95. You guys are both in Royal Rumble, in that Royal Rumble. Then I found a 9-23-96 Monday Night Raw, number 177, Hershey, PA, at the Hershey Park Arena. Owen Hart and the Bulldog defeat the Body Donna, Skip and Zip. Only a five-minute match. But do you remember being in the ring with Owen the Royal Rumble? And do you remember this tag match from Raw? I remember the tag match uh, from Raw. It was, it was what it was on that one, man. That's that's all I can say. Um, what did you think of Owen the Worker, the wrestler in ring? Well, Owen was great no matter what he did. And we... We don't work together, I guess, at one match. And I don't remember touching him in the Royal Rumble. But um, what I do remember, see, both he and Davey, they were workers. They, they were from that school where uh, you could tell from the lockup that they understood how what it meant to, to have a good lockup. Um, it'd be ready, ready for anything. 
you don't have to tell them what's coming. They just know it's there when you grab an arm, grab a head, whatever it was. So we only knew the finish and the rest we were going to call out there. We knew how much time we had. So that was, that's what I'm saying. You can, you can go out with guys like that and it's a lot more fun. So Owen was fun to, to work with. Ooh. Uh, here. In my opinion, wow. Owen was very good wrestler, but not great. It seems that his death has made him an all-time great. Agree or not? I don't agree. Uh, I saw him in Germany. I saw him in Japan. Um, there's a lot more to it than just going out there and having a match and doing the moves. Owen was helping people along. Um, he was great. He worked with the greats. So... I don't know what would uh, not constitute being an all-time great. Look at his body of work. Look at his match with, with Brett at WrestleMania. Look at Austin, even with the horrible results of the neck and the pile driver. That was an accident, obviously, and regrettably. But all of his uh, matches weren't just about moves. It was about the body language. It was about the communication and connection he had with the crowd, with the people, with, with the cameras and could tell that story and he could be over the top. And that would, he would be that brat. He would be the younger brother. He would be the guy that he was meant to be. He would be, um, he knew how to not only sell that part of it, but he could actually work, wrestle and make the guy he's working with look 10 times better just by being Owen. And those are the little things that makes him great. The pe the things that people don't automatically point out and recognize. That's the kind of stuff that we look at as workers and, and people who, who want to work with a guy. Dude, you don't have to say anything. We're just going to go out there and we're going to feel it. We know the finish and we're gonna, how we got to get there. We'll improvise along the way. Nobody can do that these days because nobody's teaching them and, and nobody's seen it as good as guys like Owen Hart could do. So I'm sorry, but I have to disagree. I do think he's one of the all-time greats. It's okay. We're all entitled to our opinion, not, but that's my opinion. I think people might disregard him as an all-time great because he didn't get the quote-unquote push to the world title. You know what I mean? Like if he was world champion for a while, people would look at it different, but it doesn't make sense in the context of like working with him. I think he's an all-time great. If you just watch him wrestle and work, it's like this guy's unbelievable. He just didn't get the the push maybe that he, he should have gotten. You know, maybe in, in 94 could have won the title if for, for a period of time instead of Bob Backlund. You know what I mean? Like I know Backlund gets squashed and killed and Diesel comes champ, but like Owen could have been champ for there. Maybe remember differently. Well, right. Uh, but once again, his, his at that point, I think in in his life and his career, he was doing what he was best at, and that was uh, helping anybody who got in the ring with him to a better match. Not that he was an enhancement guy, but he enhanced everybody he got in the ring with. And that's that's the mark of a great worker to me. The guy that can take anybody and make it not just a match, but but create a match that uh, it doesn't just look like moves and spots and, and stuff like that. So yeah, I think if you really if you really concentrate on what he did and his body of work 
uh, inside and outside the ring from the promos to the storytelling that that adds up. So Barbara's saying John McSherry died during a game in Cincinnati for the Reds. It was immediately canceled. March shot was pissed. Well, once again, uh, the circumstances being what they were, I don't know what the right decision would have been. If he canceled, <laughs> what do you do? You got cable companies on the line. You got the pay-per-views, okay? Cancel it. But then what? So, uh, Then AJ Kate said that he were in Detroit. They had to postpone a Red Wings game. Uh, Yuri Fisher collapsed on the bench. They end up finishing the game months later. Okay. But professional wrestling is a work. It's 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 nobody knew at the time when they took Owen away. They might have supposed, they might have assumed. I don't know. I really don't know, man. I mean, because I I wasn't part of the decision making process, and I know what people are saying. Why couldn't they have canceled the rest of the show? I understand that. It's a tragedy no matter what you do. And I don't know that canceling would have made it any more better. So shouldn't his push have been greater? I think so. I would have well, gave him more push. Once I would again, have gave, in '94, I wouldn't have gave Backlund the title either. I would have. I would have had him win it. But he just came off. Was this right after he came off the run with Brett? Yeah. That, yeah. So how, I would have kept. How, I would have kept it going. Well, because it kind of ended around SummerSlam. I would have kept it going, even to Survivor Series when Brett loses to uh, Backlund. Like it just keep it going. But right, right, right. But but. You're considering uh, just one avenue and one street. You're going down just one street. You got to remember, there's other people going down this street, right. and they got to be taken care of too. And they're making more noise. And I think Owen was the guy who just said, "Hey, I'm cool as long as I'm in this program. I'm good. It's good. I'm not going to make waves. My brother Brett's over here. Sean's over here. <laughs> These guys are over here. I don't think Owen wanted to get in the middle of the bullshit." Quite it looked like they were going for like the big guys, like Yoko was champion, not the steroid guys, the big guys. Diesel was going to be champion. You know what I mean? He wanted to go for the larger than life guys, Vince. Yeah, but but I think that the way things are going, Owen was still <clears throat> still figured in, and <clears throat> excuse me, that's again, that's I'm I'm just assuming that. And should he have gotten a run? Well, I I believe Owen Hart would have made a great champion, no doubt. He was the Intercontinental champion. Um, yeah, you know, so European champion, four time tag champ, yeah, king yeah, of the so ring. He got a push, yeah. Yeah, he was, yes, he was king of the ring. So, I mean, he he got uh opportunities and he, he won he a great the Royal Rumble at Madison Square Garden. It was a house show, Royal Rumble. They have handheld footage of it, it's great. He wins right. at MSG, so he was an important part for sure, yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, people can say all they want, but at the end of the day, um. Owen was well loved, well respected, much loved and well respected. And um it was, it was horrible. It really, really was. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy birthday, Chris. He's saying this is the best gift ever to talk about Owen. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, because there, there are a lot of good memories of Owen and and people who just people who met Owen along the way. He would stay at their houses and they would take him to the town. He would save money. Yeah. 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 I heard you know, him and Fulton did that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So he could do that. He could he could hang out with people he he would meet and they they'd take care of him on the road, save money, bring all that stuff home. Um and he enjoyed uh, you know, he would have fun with people. Harry did it. He wasn't malicious. He he would just have fun with people. Was Owen one of the best liked guys in the locker room? I never heard a bad word about him. Yeah, he was. He was one of the best uh, liked guys in the locker room, and he he made it fun. Um, overall, all around good guy. Yeah. Cesaro reminds me of Owen. Pure talent connects with fans. Gimmick doesn't necessarily matter. All the tools would be champions with longevity. You, you well, would have thought so on Cesaro, and Owen kind of fits in that, too. It's like, could have, should have, would have, you know? Possibly. Possibly so. Um, I think the edge Owen had on uh, Cesaro, although although Cesaro was uh, finding that niche, I think, near the end of his career, or not your career, his career in WWE anyway, mm-hmm. Owen knew how to uh, not take himself so seriously. Uh, when he's doing some of this really cool stuff, he would do a, a turn around and put up, you know, the woo yep. every now and then. And Cesaro, I don't know if he had that much uh, of the showmanship in him. But um, I could see the resemblance. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So what do you think is the legacy of Owen Hart? Because like we said, he's a great guy, a fun ribber. Like everybody in the back loves him. You never hear any bad words about him. I think great work, worker. I think all timer. Like what? What's the legacy about Owen Hart? Uh, well, certainly, uh, especially during the Attitude Era, I think he was one of the guys who defined the the working part and the technical part uh, right around WrestleMania 10 up until his death. So his legacy would be uh, having those great matches or those matches people would remember and talk about um, for a while. And he was a guy you could count on for uh, delivering a main event performance even if he wasn't in the main event. And I do believe he is one of the all-time greats. I really do. And in my, what my criteria for all-time greats are uh, the guys that can go out and make it look effortless and make it look uh, like it's a struggle without making it a struggle. And that's the idea. Man, he, he was so good. I heard sometimes on house shows he would do a prank where he would, you know, whoever he was working with, he would have the worst match ever just to pop the guys in the back that were watching because the guy yeah. he was working with had no idea what he was doing. <laughs> right. That That's that's a master in yeah. his game. Yep. That's, that, that, that's yep. the part that people don't always get. 
Yeah, I heard he did it. I think he did it to Dustin one night, and Bulldog like dared him doing. Dustin's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And you know, he, he's messing around. D'Lo Brown was saying he literally tied his shoes together during the match, and D'Lo had no idea. And the ref was like, "Wait, wait, wait! Your shoes, your, your boots are tied together." Because D'Lo was so nervous. Then yeah. one, once the ref untied his shoes and they fixed it, or whatever, and Owen goes, "You still nervous?" He goes, "No, I'm good now." He's like, "Let's go!" Right? You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's that's. Um, we don't have anybody who knows how to do that. I mean, there's not just one one way to go out and say, calm down, kid. It, it, go out there and, and you learn. Um, hey, man, you tie my shoes together. Yeah. You nervous now? <laughs> okay, no. So nobody knows how to get that 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 uh, reaction anymore. Nobody knows how to react. Nobody yep. knows how to react if somebody did that. So. And for some reason, AEW is tied in with Owen and the Owen Hart Foundation now and Tony Khan. They're having the Owen Hart finals for the men and the women. Looks like it's going to be, I think, Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. And I think Britt Baker, I don't remember who she might be wrestling on the, the woman's side. But uh, interesting, the AEW is tied in to Owen. Obviously, WWF would never be. WB. Well, yeah, good for them. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the situation is with WWE, but uh, good for AEW then. Didn't Luger make him uh, – well, didn't he rib Luger, made him struggle with the body press, and then made it really, really easy for, for Davey Boy? Yes. Yeah, he probably yes. did that. I don't yep. necessarily recall seeing that in person. i heard that maybe from several he... wrestlers, yeah, that Luger was being a little stiff and, and not, like, being accommodating. So Owen purposely made him look bad. What the hell's going on? So then when he tagged in Davey Boy, Davey Boy came in, Davey made it look easy, and Luger realized, okay – I got to work with him. I got to, you know, I'm not going to, you know, I got to be a little bit lighter and yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that was sending a message without having to send a message. I mean, you sent the message by saying, Hey man, I can make you look really great or I can make you look really shitty. Right. So that's what a great worker does. Yep. And a great worker knows how to get his message across in no uncertain terms. Didn't have to be an asshole. Just kind of let you know, you've seen me work. And now I'm in here with you, and you want to play these games of stiffing me and being a real turd in the punch wall. You want to see what a turd in the punch wall is? Let's see you really make your stuff look good. You don't understand. If I don't make it look good, you ain't looking good. And that, that's that's knowledge that isn't passed down today, and nobody would know how to interpret it anyway. That's an all-time great known heart. So just going to switch gears here away from, from Owen. And just before we wrap up, just a few questions here. This is great. Did you ever work with Billy Kidman? Gosh, I don't think so. Cause he I came into, I, I don't know if he was in FCW. Oh no, he was in FCW for, yeah, but for he a was bit. a coach and he, re- no, he wrestled a few times though there, but I never, we did work with him as a coach, right? Oh, as a coach. Yeah. 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 Billy's smart. Billy, Billy is a, is a, Good coach, great agent. He he knows his stuff. He this does. this person says this is Billy Kidman, and they and just to kind of switch gears and lighten up. Oh, is this Billy Kidman? So Billy Kidman says Benoit was murdered. I don't know where yeah. that came from, or that's <laughs> not the Billy Kidman. I'm, I'm guessing it is, but I don't know. Right. But Billy I don't know. Kidman, Billy Kidman would never say that. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was funny. I was like, "Well, Billy Kidman, let's see what he has to say." And then he's put yeah. Benoit was murdered. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Uh, okay, Alex. What does the JPWA offer? 
uh, an awesome 12-week experience, five nights a week, Monday through Friday, with Monday and Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, in-ring. And tonight is Wednesday. We just got done with an awesome promo class. Uh, 12 weeks, uh, four hours a night, uh, five nights a week. That's what we have to offer. As far as what happens when you step through the door, we don't give the magic away for free. Check us out. We have Patreon. You can see what we do in uh, practice on Patreon. And, uh, yeah. I like it. I think it's pretty cool. Some people like it. Some people don't. I've had people leave in the first hour, and uh, it happens. Tom, it ain't for for everybody, John. Go ahead. Were you the oldest man to win the UWA title from Bain? (laughs) (laughs) What was that supposed to mean? When I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the USWA title or the UWA title. What's the UWA title? I, uh, I think I think he means USWA. That's my guess. Uh, yeah, it had to be the USWA title. I would yeah. say Lawler, no? I would say Lawler, too, or Dundee. Mm. So there. Uh, Mike, I finally got to beat Dr. Tom FCW event. Winter Haven, Florida. Beautiful. Went to Florida in 2010. He was one of the few I hadn't met. Well, I'm glad we got to meet Mike. Uh, so Winter Haven was nice. Florida was nice. I like uh, living in Tampa. Mike D, is Kamala or Miss Elizabeth going to the Hall of Fame? It's a shame that they're not both in. I mean, it's insane. Kamala I, should have been in, God, 20 years uh, ago. Yeah, I Elizabeth, too, actually, yeah. Oh, yes, man. Kamala and Elizabeth both uh, deserve to. I agree. I certainly agree. AEW said a mystery person will hand the winner the Owen Hart trophy. Can you do it? Well, again, I can't confirm or deny um, what I'll be doing on that particular day. So st- uh, stay tuned. Doc, you train Mark Henry. Mark Henry got hurt. Supposedly he's headed to the dungeon to train. Have you ever been to the dungeon in Calgary, Alberta, Canada? I have not. That was on my bucket list when Stu Hart was live. And I thought, you know, I was in Stanford when that was going on. And um, Mark got hurt. And then he had a change of... uh, Scenery. I actually saw Mark this past weekend, and he was talking about he started out with me, then went to the Funkin' Dojo, went to Brett, went to uh, uh, OVW next. I don't know if he went to Memphis the, the first time or second. But anyway, he wound up, he got a lot of different teachers, he got a lot of different flavors, and uh, he was telling me that it was in Calgary where he really learned a lot from Owen and learn how to do the outside of the ring stuff. And I tell people all the time, what we do in the ring is really that much of this business. It's the outside of the ring that really counts. And Mark learned that in Canada. So, Dr. Tom, have you ever wrestled Tim Horner? I'm going to say yes. Yes, I have. And I beat the living crap out of him. Just so you know, I beat him like a drum. I beat him like a, uh, well, I would never beat a dog. (laughs) But yes. (laughs) I've won every match I've ever wrestled Tim Horner in. Every one. You know, it's so funny. I like Tim Horner. Nice guy and stuff. But years ago, King Kong Bundy, obviously, when he's alive, 
he saw Tim Horner at, a, at an autograph signing and like he kind of snubbed Horner and Horner's like, what's up? He's like, I'm still pissed at you. I'm like, what the hell was that about? He said in 80, oh God, like literally 40 years ago. I mean, he said it was like 80 something when they were in uh, Mid-South together. Yeah. Horner ratted on Bundy that he was late to the bus to watch and watch find him. Bundy said he never forgot it and hated Tim Horner oh. forever for it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Tim, why? See. Uh, yeah. Ratted out one of the boys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's terrible. And, and uh, yeah, don't be a stooge. Any memories of Texas and working with the Von Eric boys? Well, um, I didn't. I didn't actually work with the Von Eric boys. And when I went there uh, and worked a couple shots before I left for California, I worked there in '79. Uh, like us, October. So it was November and December. I was working around. Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Dallas. Uh, I, I remember this. Bruiser Brody and, and David were walking around the locker room. And David was was going on the top of the doors and around the sills or whatever and had dust on it. And was wiping the dust on his hand, wiping it on him. Okay? And then him and Brody, because they were supposed to have dirt on him, from, they were fighting in the locker room, would fight out of the locker room into the crowd and start the match. So David was trying to get some dirt on. Um, so I don't know why I told that story, but it was interesting <laughs> at the time because, yeah. because I'm watching David, I'm watching David go like this tall and just kind of wiping it on him. And I'm saying, why the hell is he? And then I figured out that it's him and Brody. They're going to start the fight and then take it through the crowd. They're supposed to have dirt. So, but other than that, I like Kevin. Uh, every time I see Kevin, which the last time I saw him was in Dallas a couple of years ago at MLW. And he's, he's, man, he's still a cool guy. And he was always a cool guy. Kerry was always a cool guy. I didn't get to meet, I didn't get to know David. I met David a couple of times, but didn't really, I never got a chance to know him. So. Some great guys. I actually just talked to John Tatum of all people. And he was wow, how's Oscar. he doing? It seems like he's doing okay. I know he had a health scare and uh, he was getting over, I guess, a bit of a drinking problem too. So it seems like he's doing better. Good, good. One last thing here. We'll we'll take one last final, I guess, comment here. Vader was the best big man to never win the WWE Championship. I uh, gotta say, I agree. Should have won the WWE Championship. It's insane he didn't. Okay. Oh, here we go. I first saw Dr. Tom in person in GCW in 83 or 84. Memories yeah. of GCW, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I would have done things so much more different. Yeah. But I, I love Georgia. That's where I first met Brad Armstrong, Buzz Sawyer, Tommy Rich, Nick Patrick, Johnny Rich. Um, oh, gosh. Ole Anderson. Um that was a that was that was a, a good time. That was an interesting time. The Falcons rest was in Hapeville, Georgia. And uh, man, a lot of a lot of uh history in that place has been torn down now too. So it was a it was a great place to to find yourself sometimes. Other times you needed to get as far away from it as possible. 
Yes. Let's end on that note and talk about your book, a pro wrestling <laughs> curriculum, advice, suggestions, and stories of the aspiring pro. Get to the next level. Dr. Tom, where can they get the book? Let me clarify. First of all, I was meaning getting the hell out of Hateville, Georgia. The Falcon Dress was a lovely residence to reside in for about uh, 15, 20, I don't know, a couple of days. But, uh, yeah, you can get that book at jpwrestlingacademy.com. Front page. Just click on the book. It'll take you right to Amazon, and you can order it directly to come to your home. jpwrestlingacademy.com. Of course, go to ProWrestlingTees.com, hit up the JPWA store or the Dr. Tom store. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Two Man Power Trip. Check out the website, TMPTEmpire.com. And of course, follow Dr. Tom on Twitter at Dr. Tom Pritchard. Dr. Tom, what else you got going on? Well, listen, July 4th is going to be our next session. That'll be our summer session coming up. But we are uh, uh, finishing up our eighth week this week, uh, which means we have three, no, 9, 10, 11, 12. Four, no, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Four more weeks. Thank you. Left here this uh, spring session. Then the summer's going to really hit, and it's going to get hot. We're looking forward to that. And uh, leaving for West Virginia with Chance Profit this weekend. Nitro West Virginia, by the way. And uh, that's about it for now. All right, Doctor Tom for the Hall of Fame. I totally agree. Thank you, everybody out there for listening. We'll see you right back here next week for a little Take It to School with Dr. Top Richard. We'll see you next week, folks. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com. And buy a shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies, brother.